because it has such big implications for you guys especially. In 6th, 7th, and 8th grade, if you can get this, man, it can change everything for you going forward. Like literally starting leaving this room tonight, it can change everything for you. If you can just grab a hold of it and, and it click for you. So I would just ask you to, to be all in right now, to be engaged, to be listening. Um, not necessarily to what I have to say, but what God has to say to you. Um, because these verses in John 14 are so huge. So let's throw up those, those verses that we just ended on again real quick. So this is John 14, verses 25 and 26, um, because this is going to help us get into the rest of what we're going to talk about tonight. So all this I've spoken while still with you. Now, pause, time out. Jesus is with the disciples for a time, and then... He goes back up to heaven after he goes to the cross and resurrection. Then he goes back, right? So what he's telling the disciples is, while I'm here with you, then I've spoken all these things to you right now so you know what's coming. So you know how it's all going to go down, how it's going to go going forward, both to you listening to me right now, but also he's speaking to us so that we would know how it's all going to go down for us 2,000 years later. So keep going, unpause. But the advocate... The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything that I have said to you. So, two things the Holy Spirit's going to do. Tell me what they are. Just said it. Don't worry, I got a slide to help you out. Throw the next slide up. Here's what it says. The Holy Spirit teaches us and reminds us what Jesus says. So he teaches us and he reminds us what Jesus says. Now this is amazing news, okay? Because the way we could feel, and I don't know if you've ever felt this way before, but I've felt this way before. I read these awesome stories about Jesus and him hanging out with the disciples and him doing these miracles, saying these awesome things, teaching these amazing teachings. And I'm like, the disciples got to just be there for that. They got to see that. They got to hear that. They got to be like within feet of that. They got to see Jesus. They got to be with Jesus. And I start to get jealous. I'm like, why wasn't I there 2,000 years ago? Why did I have to be born now? Why couldn't I be born then and hung out with Jesus? And I start to get jealous and I'm starting to, and it also started to get like, how can I understand this the way they did when they were actually there? And apparently they kept messing it up because Jesus kept getting on to them, right? But he was with them. So how bad am I messing this up following Jesus when he's not even physically here anymore, right? And so I don't know if you find yourself in that place sometimes, but I definitely find myself there. And so it's awesome to know that Jesus, before he left, promised this. That the Holy Spirit's going to keep teaching you even more than I've taught you. He's going to keep teaching you. And he's going to remind you what I've already said. So if you get in those situations, like we said earlier, where you know God has something to say about this. God did something here. What was it? And you can't remember. Know that the Holy Spirit in you can remind you of those things. Now, is it helpful to actually take that information in and read the Bible every once in a while? Totally. 
But the Holy Spirit can supernaturally tell you these things and let you know these things. When you're aware that He's there and you're actually listening, you'd be surprised what you can hear and what you can know. And He speaks so much louder when you actually read the thing that He says to you in the Bible. And so one thing for us to do is start reading that more so that we can hear His voice even louder, even clearer. But another thing is just to be aware that He's there. And he's constantly teaching and reminding. So this reminds me a lot of a situation that happens all the time, right? I get a question, just a random question, either pop up in my head or somebody asks me something, right? Like, who is that actor? Who was who that actor in that one movie that came out in, you know, 2011? It was a romantic comedy, and he's, he's like Irish or something, and... What's the name of that movie? What's the name of that actor? You know, like questions like that. Or something random just about the day. Like, I wonder what the hottest temperature today was like in all of history. I wonder when the hottest day was and what that temperature was. You know, just random stuff. Or I wonder how far it is to the moon. Like just random questions that you just think of during the day or people ask you. Have you had that stuff happen to you before? Is it just me? Okay, a few of you have. Awesome. So here's what's cool about the day and age in which we live, right? When we have questions like that, where can we find the answer? I heard the the answer I was looking for right out of the gate. Siri. You can literally ask Siri what the distance from here to the moon is. Watch. I'll do it. Hey, Siri. Y- y'all got to be quiet, you see, because Siri gets confused if she hears too many voices. So, hey, Siri, how far is it from here to the moon? The distance from Earth to the moon at 7.34 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time, Tuesday, September 17th, 2019, is about 248,478 miles. Who knew? Siri knew. All right, how about this? What was the most popular romantic comedy in 2016? I found some romance comedy selections released in 2016. Hello, my name is Doris. Never heard of that. So... Random facts can be found through Siri. You just ask her questions and she can tell you stuff, right? Like, hey Siri. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. Hey Siri. What is 100,000 times 77.2? 7.2 is 7,720,000. It's just, it's amazing. It would have taken me forever to do that in my head. So, you want me to say zero divided by zero? Is that what you want to say? Okay. All right, hold on. Let me ask. Let me ask her. Hey, Siri, what is zero divided by zero? Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. 
how many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. And you are sad that you have no friends. Mm. Mm. Wisdom. Wisdom. So, let, let Siri be a little bit of a reminder of what's true for you and for me, right? So, any given moment, I've got my phone with me for the most part all the time. So, I run into a scenario in life, a conversation, a feeling, a thought, something happening that I know God says something about. I can't remember what that thing is. I have access to the Holy Spirit, represented by Siri right now. I have access to the Holy Spirit at any given moment to help me know what that thing is that God says about that thing. How I am supposed to take my thoughts captive or how I'm supposed to love my enemy or how I'm supposed to forgive somebody or how I'm supposed to love somebody or serve somebody. Like God is constantly teaching and reminding us these things through the Holy Spirit. And he can literally tell you this stuff in the moment. So it can literally be like pulling up Siri and saying, hey Siri, what does John 3.16 say in the Bible? So she literally is telling me what Jesus says in John 3.16. And this is what the Holy Spirit does for us every day, any day. You ask God what he says about this or what you're supposed to do in this situation or what it was that Jesus said here or, or what is this thing that you need to know about this. The Holy Spirit keeps teaching us things. He keeps reminding us of things that Jesus has already said. So if we're talking to the creator of the universe and he is teaching us and reminding us of things, who it is again that we're talking to? No, 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 not Siri. God. So if we're talking to God, we're talking to the person, to the being, to the creator of all things who knows all things, right? So we have access to unlimited knowledge. We're also talking to the creator of everything. The one who is more powerful than anyone. There's nothing impossible for God. So all-powerful, all-knowing. This is who we're talking to. So way bigger deal than talking to Siri is talking to God. And the Holy Spirit is in us constantly to talk to and to remind us and teach us of what he says. Now, you take that knowledge and you keep reading John 14 and you get to verse 27 and this is what it says. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. So right after he's talked about the Holy Spirit and what the Spirit, Holy Spirit's going to do, he's going to teach you and remind you. He's going to teach me and remind me. Right after that, he says, peace I leave with you and my peace I give you so that you don't have to be troubled and you don't have to be afraid. Now this at first, maybe doesn't make a ton of sense, but then start to think about what that means, right? It's a lot like this, okay? If you walk into a room 
that you know you're about to be tested, right? You're about to take a huge test and you have no idea what questions are going to get thrown at you or if you know the answers to these questions. But this test is a big deal. It's, it's pass or fail. If you fail it, you don't go to the next grade. If you pass, you do. There's a lot of pressure on this, right? And you have no idea if you know the answers. Are you taking that test with maybe a little bit of stress? You didn't study for this test. There was no cheat sheet. There was no study guide. There was nothing. Are you stressed going into this test? Yes. We are all going to be stressed going in to that test. We don't know what's coming at us and we don't know the answers. Now, flip that around. You're going into the same test. You already know every question that's coming at you and you know you know the answer to every question coming at you. Do you enter that test with the same amount of stress as when you didn't know anything? You know all the answers versus you know no answers. Do you have the same amount of stress going into that test? No. no. You know you know all the answers. You have a confidence level that's completely different. If you know everything that's about to come at you and you know all the answers to it, you are not nearly freaked out like you would be if you didn't know any of it. You know no answers, no truth. You had no idea. But if you know you know everything, your mentality and your level of stress and anxiety is completely different. It's a lot like the way a full-grown lion must feel if it entered a room full of poodles. You know what I mean? Full-grown lion walks into a room with poodles. Is that lion stressed? Is that lion freaking out because it's worried the poodles are going to eat it? No. The lion is fine because the lion knows it can handle anything in this room that gets thrown at it. It can eat it for a snack. Poodles are not going to mess with a lion. A lion has nothing to worry about in a room full of poodles. So this is a lot like where we find ourselves. We are constantly walking into rooms where we feel the pressure to know everything. We're constantly walking into rooms and situations and relationships where we feel like we need to be the most powerful, the biggest deal, the most popular. We're constantly walking into these situations in life where we feel like we need to be these things. The problem is we aren't. We don't have all the answers. We are not the biggest, baddest thing in the room. But with the Holy Spirit, we are all of those things. And so it makes complete sense that we wouldn't be afraid. So we aren't afraid in this world because we are walking around with supernatural knowledge and power now because of the Holy Spirit. Because of the Holy Spirit, we have every answer that we could possibly need. We have the ability of God to do anything that could possibly need to be done. And so when we walk into these situations and these scenarios, we've got to remember this because when we remember this, it leads us to what Jesus is promising us. And it's this confidence in Jesus with the presence of the Holy Spirit that brings peace in us 
and through us. When we know this, when we believe this, when we remember this, that the Holy Spirit is with us, that we know Jesus can do anything. When we know this stuff, we can walk into any situation, any room, any relationship, and we can have confidence in Jesus because we know God's with us through the Holy Spirit. And in that, we have peace. We're not freaking out. We're not stressing out. We have peace not only in us, but we also are able to bring peace to other people. Have you ever been around people that you're stressed out and there's a lot of stuff going on and it's freaking a lot of people out, it's freaking you out, and they just seem chill and they're cool and they ha- they're just like peaceful? And because they're peaceful, it kind of it chills you out a little bit. Have you been around people like that before? These are the kind of people that is Jesus' followers that we get to be. We get to be people that not only don't have a huge amount of stress in our own life because we know God's got us. God's bigger, God's better. He knows more. He's more powerful. It brings a tremendous amount of confidence and peace to us. But because we have that peace and that confidence, it helps us bring peace to other people into other scenarios. So when you got friends fighting, you got family members fighting, you've got drama going on, you don't have to be the person that adds more drama. You can be the person that comes in and brings some calm peace to the situation. Some peace to the conversation, to the relationship. You can be the one that helps speak love and truth into the conversation. And no matter what situation arises, you're able to just be at peace. You're not freaking out. You're not stressed. Because you don't have to be troubled. You don't have to be worried. You don't have to be afraid. Because you know you've got the Holy Spirit in you, teaching you and reminding you who Jesus is, what he said, and what he can do in you and through you. And so, if you're like, man, I would love that. Like, that sounds like something that I could definitely use. Like, less stress, not being troubled, peace. These are all sounding amazing. Access to all knowledge and power. Yeah, sign me up for that. The Bible is really clear that all of us have access to that. That God desires that for all of us. Because he loves all of us. And the way that we get access to the Holy Spirit, the way we receive the Holy Spirit, is through receiving the gift of salvation. It's through knowing who Jesus is. Accepting the fact that you are imperfect. You're messed up. So am I. We've fallen short. We've sinned. The only one who has not is Jesus. The only one who's lived a perfect life is Jesus. So he was the only one that could pay the price for our sin. Because the payment for sin is death. So because God loves us, he chose to allow Jesus to die. The only one who didn't actually deserve it chose him to die so that we wouldn't have to and we could actually be with him forever, be forgiven of our sin and be able to know him and follow him 
have a relationship with him. And so if you crave this peace, you crave this relationship with God, this ability to know that God's with you always, it comes through knowing Jesus, accepting him as your savior. And so right where you're at, I want you to just close your eyes and bow your head for me. I want to give you just a moment between you and, and God. There's nothing special about closing your eyes. It's just a, a way to help you focus. But like we said earlier, God is in this room tonight. And so if you're here tonight and you've never accepted Jesus, you've never asked for forgiveness and embraced the forgiveness he offers you, then I, want to, I just want to give you a chance to do that tonight. There's no magical words I'm going to give you. There's no, there's no form you need to fill out. It's literally just a moment between you and God where you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and God says you'll be saved. He always rescues those who reach out to him. And in doing that, not only do you get salvation and you get to know Jesus and you get forgiven of your sin and you get to embrace that forgiveness and the freedom that comes with that and the joy that comes with that and the love that comes with that, you also get what we've been talking about for the past three weeks. You get his spirit now in you, always teaching you more of who he is and who you are, reminding you of what Jesus says Reminding you that you're loved, that you're a child of God. Reminding you that you're redeemed and what's true. And so if you want to do that, it's just as simple as what we just said. Confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Just have a moment with you and God. God, I want Jesus. I confess. I need him. I've messed up. I'm sorry, but I want to know you. I want to know this love. I want to know this peace. I want to have your presence in my life. So God, I ask you to save me. You do that however you want to between you and God. As you're doing that, I want to talk to the rest of us in here who know Jesus, who are following Jesus. Some of us in here need to let go of some stress and some drama. We need to let go of some stuff that is robbing us of our peace we need to remember that the Holy Spirit is with us. He's teaching us and he's telling us what Jesus says in these moments so that we can have peace. We don't have to be troubled. We don't have to be afraid. You don't need to go to school afraid of the conversation you're going to have to get into. You don't have to go to school afraid of what someone else is going to think of you. You don't have to go to school afraid of a bullet. You don't have to be afraid of any of those things because God is with you. And he loves you. And he's never going to leave you. Whether that's at school or at home or alone or whatever it is. So I want to pray for you. I want to pray for the rest of us in here. Maybe those of us that just accepted Jesus. That we would just rest in your presence, God. That we would find the confidence that comes only from Jesus and the Holy Spirit. That we rest in your peace. So God, we just, 
love you. We thank you so much for your love for us. We thank you that because of Jesus, that we get your spirit. I pray that we would all be listening for your spirit to teach us, to remind us of things throughout the days. And that in that, in that listening, in that knowledge of your, you being with us, that we would let go of fear. We would let go of these things that are constantly robbing us of peace, that we would be able to be peacemakers, that we would be able to be people who are walking around confident in the gospel, in the love of Jesus, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, God. So I, I pray that right now as we just think about who you are and the truth that you're with us always, that we'd be able to worship you, we'd be able to thank you for that, that we don't go into the days alone, we don't go into the days without power or without knowledge, we go into the days with you. And you've never left us and you've never forsaken us, God. And you love us. And we thank you for that. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.